Listen, we've we've run through the tests. I've looked at the results myself. I don't know how to break this to you. Uh, you've got Castrovalva. And uh, from the looks of things, it's episode 40 of the old Doctor Who show. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. Control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jerry, yeah? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. Because the polarity of the neutron flows, the TARDIS should be free of the force field. But the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's an ability. It's like a threat. The resulting reaction is fighting. It's the old Doctor Who show, your classic tri-weekly review podcast why won't i just write it down so i can read off the same thing it's fun when you try to do it every no it's great when you try to get it every Uh, time yeah it's the old doctor who show your classic try no your tri-weekly that's what's throwing me off it's your classic doctor who review podcast brought to you in easy to swallow episodes tri-weekly every three weeks uh my name is eric and I'm Dan. And you are Dan. And I together sure we talk about Doctor Who. How, are, how have you been doing these last three weeks, Dan? Oh, I've been doing all right. Uh, as you guys know, I, uh, I, I, I broke my ankle. Um, so I'm still healing from that. Got another well, month that's, to that's, go. Let's give an update on that because you weren't sure it was broken last time. Oh, right? no, it's, it's broken so now. We yeah, I went back to the doctor. Are you a cast? Uh, I was in a cast for four weeks. I was in a cast actually when we did our last one. Now I'm in a walking boot but i can't put it's oh, no one cares stinks. regardless just so you know if you I'm, would I'm like to send dan a gift for his broken foot <laughs> check our twitter PO box uh 2131 red bank new jersey 07701 that's an actual address folks um yeah so other than that that's what's going on yeah. um how are you doing uh, i'm fine uh hey you have about uh i'm gonna plug myself do wow. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. Uh, this is pretty yeah, exciting, uh, though. A while ago, we talked about The Mark, which was a uh, sort of a kid's storybook, kind of, I don't know, middle grade or it's all ages. It's sort of a dark fairy tale-ish thing. Um, but anyway, I did a Kickstarter for that. It's actually now available on Amazon. Uh, so for anybody. So if you missed it and you want to check it out, you can... Uh, Go to ericgrissom.com slash mark, and that will automatically take you to the Amazon listing. It's shipping right now. It is uh, really nice. It book came out well. You'll be getting Yeah, I've, I'm excited. I was a backer of that, of course, and I've been watching, watching your, your, your videos of it as you as you did your unboxing of your sample book. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty exciting. That was exciting. You got some, some nice views of that, so that, that's pretty cool. I'm waiting for mine to ship, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that, about if it. If you've ordered this and you're listening to it, I've... I've been getting the emails the last two days, so I know they're shipping out to backers now. But no one wants to talk about uh, Kickstarter. They want to talk I about do. I Doctor think it's Who. Exciting. All right, fine. Do we have any um, Doctor Who? We have no reviews, which really... I mean, poor Dan. He's got a broken leg, and he kept saying, the pain, the pain. And I was like, no, don't worry. We're going to... But the next show that we do, 
the next review is really going to turn your life around. And he didn't get a review. So now Dan has turned to a life of booze and pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, uh, which, I'm in the middle of sawing my leg off right now. Yeah, which so unfortunately anything, actually led that's... to the original accident, uh, yeah. as it were. <laughs> the booze and pills. Well, kind of. Um, but we do though, have I mean, we got to say, we got, yeah. we got three reviews last time. That's that was pretty lot, dang yeah. good. I was pretty excited about I that. I shouldn't so. get so uh, spoiled. Um, but we like yeah. them. So if you like the show, and we appreciate that, uh, subscribe and leave a review. Just put some stars down, and if you can write something, even better. Fantastic. Right? Yeah. All right. Otherwise, let's uh, let's talk about uh, yes. Yeah, we have a very brief news uh, for streaming. Right? There's a Brit. Oh, do you want to do that right? now? Yeah. Why don't you tell us? Yeah. About there's that. not a whole lot to it, guys. As I'm sure you are all aware, um, there is no classic streaming of Doctor Who right now. Uh, but the BBC did announce a service called BritBox. Um, it sounds awesome, actually. It's a little expensive, I think, for what it does, but it has awesome shows like, like Faulty Towers or Black Adder and AbFab, that sort of thing. But no new or classic Who there. No, fingers and crossed. Seems... Fingers crossed that it's they're just waiting for other agreements to expire so they can do it there. But I don't know. So well, right now there's you can't get uh, classic <clears throat> Who anywhere, like because Amazon has that deal with them for the new series, right? So you can yeah. still watch the new. I say new, but at this point it's old. Um, but the 2005 and Beyond series, just nothing right. for Classic Who. And Hulu had such a nice thing going. They had on. a great, great thing going. Um, but the uh, the stories we're doing now uh, are available on iTunes. We had a little drought there with some of them that we were doing that just weren't available anywhere digitally. But um, you can actually, I did this. You can pick up the. It's a Davison kind of box set digitally, and it is three. It's four four stories, three of which we're doing back to back. So that's a pretty good deal. It was actually like ten bucks yeah, for for four bad. stories, which is pretty great. So I, I recommend that if you want to do it digitally. Otherwise, you know, do okay. the DVD oh, rental. I, have, or uh, I forgot. Uh, I was looking. Dan puts together very nice notes for us, which is which is great. Um, there was a correction. Uh, what did I say? Oh yeah, I, I had said. Well, that's actually not really a correction, um, but I had assumed that the watcher. This is from Legopolis. Uh, mm-hmm. The figure in white, the powder, if you will. The Watcher, yeah. Uh, when he's coming over, I said it was the Doctor's self throughout all of time, like his pure essence that all of you the were body speculating shared. that I could be. I was speculating it. Yeah, yeah, I did watch the documentary. I hadn't finished it before a podcast. I finished it after that comes on the DVD, and the writer was like, "Yeah, that Watcher is actually Peter Davison." I prefer right. my version, and I'm going to stick with it because you know. Yours was pretty cool. I did like that. Right. Essay. But yeah, so if, if you were wondering wh- wh- who the Watcher was, whether it was what I said, I was wrong according to the writer. So there you yeah, go. That's fine. I liked uh, it, though. That's all right. Should we jump into, into the story? story? Yeah, let's should do that. jump into that story? Okay, yeah, hit that so button. why don't you hit the button and we'll, all right. next time we meet up, we'll be on the, the sweet Castra Vulva. Mm. Castra Valva. <laughs> Valva. Not Volva. Oh, boy. Astrovalva. All right. Start hitting early. that button. Now, on this basis, of course, show up on the architectural configuration indicators, but any good zero room is balanced to zero energy with respect to the world outside its four walls, or however many walls it has. There was a very good polygonal zero room under the junior senate block on Gallifrey, widely acclaimed for its healing properties. Romana's always telling me I need a holiday. But Romana's gone, Doctor. Gone? Really? Did she leave 
leave a note? We said goodbye to her at the gateway. Don't you remember? Oh, well, if we did, we did. This should get you back to the console room when the time comes. Are you sure you're all right? There are strong dimensioning forces this deep in the TARDIS. Tend to make one a bit giddy. And the regeneration? I don't know. I can feel it isn't going to be as smooth as on other occasions. The sooner we get to this zero room place, the better, eh? This is Castravalva. This is the first serial of the 19th season, the introduction of Peter Davison's Doctor. First proper story with Peter Davison's Doctor. Although not the first one they shot, but we can talk about that later. This is from 1982. It is written by Speedweed, a.k.a. Christopher H. Bidmead, uh, who also wrote Legopolis. And it's directed by Fiona Cumming, who I don't believe we've seen her work before. Um, the brief synopsis, this doc, the doctor in a weakened state following his latest regeneration must get to a stress-free safe place. And where is that going to be, Dan? <laughs> oh, Castrovalva. Uh, but Castrovalva is a total lie and a trap laid by his nemesis, the master. So it's not such a good idea to go to Castrovalva. Dan, what did you think of Castrovalva? Uh, had a lot of feelings about this one. I, I overall love the story. Actually, I love you the, love the, the Hellraiser uh, <laughs> Adric in the uh, pain amplifier. Uh, we can talk about whatever, whatever Adric in his S and M dungeon. We can talk about that at length. I'm sure. All right. So um, I don't even know where to start. So you give me your your take on it. I guess. Okay. Well, well start there. so so I definitely like the. I liked all of it. The first half had its had its charms and stuff that's going on. I love the regeneration that they've been doing with uh, the doctors leading up to this. Um, you know, reminded of we've talked about this in the last uh, review as well. But um, Tom Baker's regeneration was was a lot of fun. Um, you know, Pertwee had his his charm too with his amnesia and you know, kind of being bedridden for most of the that first story. Um, and then, obviously, we see this in the new stuff too. So. It was fun to see Davison uh, do this, and apparently, you know, he was he was doing some like callbacks to previous uh, doctors. Uh, yeah, from calling on reading. companions by name. Uh, to yep. You know, he picks up a recorder and kind of plays that. He he does some straight up impressions of previous doctors, which, from what I read, was something that was improvised um, while they were doing the filming of this because it had something to do with his audition. Did you so. notice like the whole? And this is nothing against Tom Baker. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe it speaks a little bit to some of the tension that may have been on set. But it seemed yeah. so much more relaxed. Like, everybody, like uh, acting-wise, like, Adric and everybody. And I guess that, that's true because, you know, he's a brand-new doctor. Uh, yeah. If you're working with Tom Baker, who's been there forever, um, you're probably you know, intimidated. But so it, it, it feels like... It just feels so new. Obviously, there's a it new doctor. It feels fresh, yeah. It, but yeah. it feels like the... There's like a sense of relief and fun to the whole thing that seemed to be lacking these last few episodes. This was definitely a lot of fun. I mean, it, it's interesting because so we have three companions and we have a new doctor. Plus we have the master. So we have we have you know the master five and his ma- stupid elevator. <laughs> like he just keeps. He's got Adric like locked oh, up yes. in that pain amplifier, uh, Hellraiser, whatever thing. Um, but then, like, there's so many scenes of him just going, having to address Adric and then getting on that dumb lift and, like, and it goes up about three forever. feet. Then he finally gets up there and he, he w- wags his finger at him and then goes back down. And, goes right and then back Adric right. will say something and then he just goes back up. Like, <laughs> I kind of watched a whole show of just that. I'll put it on a loop for you. We'll just watch that. <laughs> um, 
So I mean, so there's there's five yeah, major so characters going on you here. Were, you were talking about the companions before, I Yeah, there's the three companions. There's the new Doctor. There's the Master. Five major characters plus you know the ones that are unique to the story. That are are there's several pretty interesting characters there. There's a lot going on, but what they do is they split everyone up, which you know we see a, a bunch of times. But so we have uh, Nissa and Tegan off on their own. Adric's been abducted by the Master, so he, those two are are playing off each other. We have. Um, for a lot of this story, we have uh, the Doctor in a box, which yeah, well, is kind of interesting. It's interesting. So, you, so splitting them about, up. Yeah, you talk about splitting them up, but really the first two, maybe even three, it's really Nisa and Tegan. It is. Like, they yeah. are they are the whole show. The Doctor's what in a box, think as about... you're saying, for most, most of one episode. Yeah. Uh, Adric once in a while pops in, but he's pretty yeah. much off the map. Yes. And every once in a while, you well, you spoiler. A character is the master. Spoiler. Uh, but, you know, you don't know that. But mostly you don't see the master. Only every once in a while he'll pop up and say something with Adric in that little side uh, studio, wherever mm-hmm. they had them. Pretty much was Tegan and Nisa. And Tegan may be my favorite with that accent, the Australian okay. accent that you have. Where, yeah. Where she says, Tardis, Tardis. Her whole thing in that hair and the, the okay. I love it. I'm, I'm so what, what did you think of the relationship between Nissa and Tegan, though? What do the I think of that, relationship? Yeah, yeah, the chemistry that they have. Like, for me, it, it was very hard for me to tell if Nissa liked Tegan at all. Because she's kind... Was she being condescending or not? But then they were yeah, very much I, relying on I didn't it, get that. I felt like they... But they were they relying good, on each other yeah, a lot. they had a good... I, I didn't so see that. they worked together. They're playing they up just, Nisa as being incredibly smart, right? Because she's yes. she's looking to research stuff. She's ready ready to figure out. She's already yep. sort of a few steps ahead. She's basically doing what Adric should have been doing before. Um, right. They play up on his math... Ability. So he's I mean, got the master. The, science the master uses his his brilliance, yeah. Which is you know we didn't really see that throughout the show, although they told us, but we didn't they told necessarily us. see. Yeah. It. Well, he had a he had a badge, so it was obvious. Yeah. But her, she gets I guess a little frustrated because Tegan's sort of the, I guess the comic relief. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't also see them the viewer stand in. She's also the viewer stand in. But um, no, it's, it's <laughs> not, I, I could not stop laughing though. I'm not kidding. Every time she would say something like. I don't. I know it's an Australian accent because she's, she's yes. from Australia, but it sounds yes. like something or someone else or some character somewhere that I've seen, and I, I was loving it. It's like almost doing a spoof of an accent. It was it was kind of funny, but um, yeah. So I mean, do, if you want to go through the story <laughs> kind of chronologically a bit, I mean, this this stuff in the beginning it starts off exactly where Logopolis yes. um, uh, finished. Mo- so. Moments later, uh, they're carrying uh, the newly regenerated Doctor to the TARDIS. They get stopped by uh, the security the guards fuzz. at, at uh, what's the name of the research facility? Oh, the Phoenix Project. Yeah. So, and, and the, you know, the Doctor collapses. Is it, and, no, it's not Phoenix. Is it Phoenix? Isn't it like Phobos or uh, whatever? We can we could skip over this. Pharos. Pharos. Yeah, I knew it was a Pharos Project. Oh, yeah. I'm the worst. The Dark Phoenix Project. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anyway, sorry about that, folks. So, they finally make their way to the TARDIS. Well, that was pretty funny that uh, Tegan steals the ambulance and drives <laughs> yeah. it maybe 20 feet. Yeah. She does a lot of driving and crashing and just, like, yeah. you know. Uh, or She's you, not you a pilot. She is merely an air hostess. Right, but so, she knows. that makes She's sense. She's studied that, that stuff. She has seen it. Um, while while Adric is trying to distract them with uh, pointing to the sky. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> just, well, he's a genius. So, he's a math he's genius. A genius. So well, what, only a math genius. Right. Um, so they they drive twenty feet and get uh, the doctor into the TARDIS. Yeah, they get back uh, to the TARDIS. Okay, so special effects in this episode. Sorry, 
in this story. Um, so the master's column plinth TARDIS is floating around in the sky. Not the best effects, but that's fine. But he he sends out an electrical pulse that knocks out all of the guards, uh, all of the, the fuzz yes, at yeah, the first part. The, the security, right? How how weird was that effect? That was a it, little strange. It um, looked like it was drawn with crayon on the screen. It was not good. Yeah, there there were a couple of <laughs> cor- corners being cut. I like good. Uh, talking about cor- cutting corners when they're trying to get out the zero room. Like this, so the zero room, we'll get to that, and then yeah. it gets, you know. Um, Shot or whatever, not shot off. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you get rid of something, jettisoned, jettisoned, uh, and they make their own out of doors, and they, they have that little casket, and they show them trying to carry him, and then they're like, you know what? F it, cut. They're outside already. Like there's like there's lots of cuts like that where yeah, he, or the doctor breaking through the glass, and you're like, okay, you're gonna see it, and then it's just like this terrible glass sound effect, and then he's already on the other side. Like there's there was many moments like that where they were like, you know what? We're just we don't need to show it. It's called the theater of the imagination. It is, it is the theater yeah. of the mind. It is mm-hmm. dwellings of simplicity. Yeah, uh, I believe. So, all right. So, at this point, when these horrible special effects happen and the lightning pulses and and all the guards get knocked out, the the crew takes off of the TARDIS. Is it at this point that Adric has been he's been captured by the Master? Um, because you don't you see Adric kind of kneeling in the in the field uh amongst the you know the police officers or not i guess security guards that have been knocked out uh the master's in his floating column and he kind of laughs it's hard to remember because we don't know that that's what's going to happen i should have gone back and rewatched yeah. this part because i'm a little confused but that's i think that's where he gets picked well, up Adric- because the next time you see him it's not actually adric it's the block computation impersonation of right adric and he puts the in the coordinates for the big bang yes right and then they so go he goes the in bang and then they Get, he immediately, well, for, like, at the same time, they, they have to get yes. the doctor to the zero room, which everyone should have. Um, you don't have one? I'm, I don't have one. And then they got to get him out, one. right? And then he figures out they can jettison a bunch of weight from, or mass, rather. Yes. By expelling weight, the mass, it's going to create thrust. Yeah, and, then, then they're <laughs> able to escape that. Um, but, uh-oh, they got rid of the zero room. Zero room. So then they have to go to Castro. Valva because the master programmed that into he made yes. that whole thing up and put it in the it's a very complicated plan but it works well it's a very complicated you know, it all plan. works all but the pieces are there of course we know that the master and uh the doctor are so similar they can he can kind of figure out what the doctors are going to do in advance so yeah. it makes they've already explained that he is a right but to your point like at what point was he captured <clears throat> He was either captured or mind controlled at that point. Yeah. I don't actually know. I guess it doesn't actually matter at that point. Probably, I think was that was the block computation because he is then off. He's not actually on the TARDIS at all. Why does so, the doctor there, there have a some... wheelchair on board? Just out of curiosity. Okay, so there's a couple. Of, yeah, there's moments like that. I was like just that. wondering, like, is it a th- callback for somehow to spearhead from space? Because when Pertwee oh, regenerated, maybe. remember he split yeah. the hospital in a wheelchair, and it was like one of the yeah. funniest images. But I don't, know, electric, I don't know. This it was, was just, an electric wheelchair. He's just got one. He just happens to have one. And uh, the and the doctor's getting thrown around. The TARDIS is getting bounced around, and and uh, the doctor's in a hallway. Kind of hits hits a panel and falls down. And out of the panel, so those those lit up rounds that are in the walls yeah. apparently are secret cubby holes because yeah. behind there was medical supplies that fall onto. There, there, there was a bunch blood of like, too. Lots of blood in this episode along the walls, right? Remember? No, that was lipstick. Was no, no, wasn't there blood melt. on the floor? Like, I thought it, later, outside. like they find him and they're like, "It's blood." 
Yes, that so that's later when they're actually on right. the planet that but has he, Castro Alba. But inside the, lipstick the ship, on the wall, right, it was the, just lipstick. Yeah, because uh, the heat was was rising. But, uh, we don't just have to go through all the plot points, but no, but we have really to talk about things. why the wheelchair caught on fire and then was not on fire. The well, wheelchair. On fire is, the, do you remember? Like the, the wheelchair is outside and yeah. it fall rolls down the hill into a yes creek into the water and yep. then explodes. Sort of. And then sure. it's not exploded anymore. No, so, I think like, it was just the controls. The controls went all, all fritzy. And, and okay. I saw, like, an yeah. explosion. I was like, did that? Did they mean for that to happen? Like, because... <laughs> Huge pyrotechnics. He may that. have been watching a different show, because that, that wasn't in this one. Wait, you don't remember um, it exploding? I'm going to find the gift. Oh, you could see that. You could see the hand. The hand control part, that was sparking on a fire, but it didn't explode. Well, why it was, would it like, do that? It just gas like, cans. It just it was water. Like, it was just the water. And so. the electrics, right. in, any, in any case, that, in any that case. struck me as being funny. Important things were happening, though, with this doctor and his regeneration. So his regeneration is failing, um, so that's why he needs to find the zero room. That's why he's talking, uh, you know, speaking as though he has previous doctors and calling people by the wrong names, da-da-da-da. So he needs to find the zero room. But also, you, you kind of get this transition from the Tom Baker to... Uh, Davison, it really struck me, and I really hated it. But I mean, it had to happen. He's using the scarf as a, uh, a breadcrumbs to find yeah, his way yeah. back, or to lead someone to him. I'm not sure which way it was actually going. But he's taking Tom Baker's scarf apart as he's going mm-hmm. through the TARDIS. I'm like, yes, obviously, really heavy-handed symbolism and what have you. But it really bothered me a lot that that well, happened. Well, he had multiple scarves, so I wouldn't worry about it. He probably had. There's he had probably two, a whole he had at closet. Least two. We know he has two. <laughs> You know, that just happened to be the last one he was wearing, but you can go. Right. I mean, if Ramon has that, he shares little, that with uh, glass uh, Stevie Nicks. Room, you know, yeah, sure. Stevie Nicks and Steven Tyler share that scarf <laughs> closet with him. So, um, yeah, all right. So, so that's he's wandering around the TARDIS. Did, did it all, it also struck me as very strange. I like when the doctors find their, their costume because it helps, you know, it's symbolizing they're finding their personality and settling into the role they're going to be. But his, his outfit was just laid out for him by a mirror on a coat stand did you not find that odd that it was just like here here's his here's the jacket he's gonna wear here's the hat he's gonna wear there's the cricket yeah, that, bat that was it's all strange. just right there for him right. and then the next room over is a ralph Lauren uh polo store the clothes in general are very interesting too um niece has got like that crushed velvet suit thing oh, that she has on and that must have been the hottest thing to wear oh, she must God, have been dying so in that but throughout the throughout the story, she starts getting rid of pieces of it. So she had been in that big poofy skirt to begin with, but then after she falls into the creek, she's wearing right, she trousers. Starts, she's getting into her. She gets rid of the the vest. There's a one point when they're pushing the the wheelchair with the uh, zero cabinet in it that her, her tiara gets caught in the tree and pulls right, out. That's right. And I thought it was a mistake, but I guess it's just like okay, let's just get her into like a costume that makes more sense yeah. because she can't be like this all the time. What do you think of Adric in this episode? He's kind of a hot mess uh, and it looked like over the break so he ways. went to hand acting school. Like there's like there's a couple of times where he's just like listen, this is what you have to do. He's just doing all this pointing. Gesturing he cries in this. He, he does, does a lot. He's of got scream. a lot to do. He's He's got like he's all. He's getting the S and M torture going on. Um, I like no, he him does more have a lot than to I, I, I. I'm starting to come around a little bit on Adric. I feel like did you he like was, him? Did you like him mostly because he's being tortured the whole episode? Maybe. Or well, I think I liked <laughs> him more in the beginning, and then it was like, oh god, Adric again in that pain amplifier thing. But I don't know. It just seems like he just. Well, we did to just. Oh, what? What? Uh, I forget what I was going to say. So we did get a we did get a note. From, oh, I on know Twitter. what I was going to say, Dan. Okay, go if ahead. If you say <laughs> there's a scene. 
Where what happens if you say Adric's name three times in the mirror and he, he appears behind <laughs> you? I'll have to edit this so I sound more smoother as I get into that. No, that but was that good one though. Seemed like, and then she turns around. And he explodes. He turns into like the electrical spark. He gets zapped. Why? Yeah. Why? Why? Like he? I understand that he is okay. created. Uh, it's not he's really creating him. everything. But if you he's look at him directly, he disappears. But you can see him only in the mirror. Okay, so my take on it is he is he's actually he's creating all this as we learn. Um, the the master has Adric hooked up hooked up into his web, yeah. um, the Hadron lines that are able to harness his block computations that Adric's doing in his head in order to create this reality of Castrovalva and all the yes. inhabitants and yada yada yada. That's also how he's able to project himself into the TARDIS. But as we see towards the beginning, when the TARDIS gets sucked back into the Big Bang and it looks like it's exploded, but mm-hmm. that's actually when they jettison parts of the TARDIS to escape, um, Adric was able to hide some of what he knew what was happening from the Master until the Master turned the dial to 11 and shocked the heck out of him to get that piece of it. So Adric still contain, controls some of this himself, even though the Master's using him to create this trap. So my take on it is... Adric was able to project himself or a block <clears throat> a block transfer computation version of himself to Nissa to talk to her. But if she had responded to it and started like making it obvious that she was talking to him, the master may have noticed what was going on. The master was watching her, but wasn't able to see Adric in that moment. But if she had turned around and started talking to him directly, the master would have seen Nissa talking to some. That's just my guess. It was just that was but him hiding himself from him it through the mirror. And then she through the mirror, but she's not like. It's as though, you know, the master was watching him through binoculars because he's creepy and would have seen Nissa talking to someone okay. behind her. Like, I don't know. That's it's just my, my, my guess. Because well, when she turns a, around. In a, in a society of funny hats, anything goes. Anything's possible. I mean, you know, you could stack three hats on top of each other. So who am I to say, you know, like those what hats. should and shouldn't be in a mirror? But it's when she turned around and started talking to him directly. I think that's when the master noticed what was happening and shocked him and, and the block computation version of himself. Yeah, but was it? I can't remember. It's all blurring together. But when Mm -hmm. Adric was talking to her through the mirror, wasn't he saying things that they shouldn't be doing? It was the master telling. Oh, that's true, too. He wasn't helping her. Shoot, you're right. Yeah, he was saying, basically, don't tell the doctor. It was all... That was right. It was... was, was You're right. That was the next level of the plan to keep them on Castrovalva for no reason. Just take your theory and throw it in the trash can, Dan. I don't know. Okay, guys, I'm stumped because you're right. That I makes think no it sense. is like more like a Bloody Mary situation where, you know, you at home can try this tonight at midnight. Look in the mirror with the lights off and say Adric's name three times. And if you see him behind you, do not turn around. Uh, leave us a review. Yeah, do, uh, yeah. do not turn around. <laughs> uh, we, uh, did right, so what, what we did get a note. We did get a note. We got a note on Twitter about this episode. So before this, before we do our reviews, I just we just throw out there on our, on Twitter that the episode that we're going to do, and let us know if you have anything that we should definitely uh, pay attention to. Um, we did get a reply from uh, at the DW show. So this is the Doctor Who show, another review show um, that mentions Adric and Little Adric. Oh yeah, what was that? I was expecting Adric to become. Uh, Dollified, as we were talking right, about. Right, right. Miniaturized, miniaturized by the like, master. Oh, he's going to get tiny, yeah. but he didn't. Nope, that's not what happened. If you happen to notice while he's in the sex dungeon, Adric is standing there, and so is little Adric. Wait, what? It is a rather prominent bulge in uh, as as Adric is Oh, I did gold. not notice that. Yeah, it's... it's Especially since you, you the master... That's what made me laugh. Is, so Adric <laughs> is maybe four feet off the ground in this web, spread-eagled. And the master's on a little elevator that only oh. goes from below to crotch level. Yeah, and yeah, back and forth. yeah. It was 
real awkward. That so, is unfortunate. Well, I'm yeah. sorry for Adric, the actor that played I, Adric. I did not pick sure. up on that. Well, there, uh, obvi- there was nothing to be embarrassed about. Oh, just to, just right. to be, just saying, he's he fine. The Dan thumbs up on the, uh, the Adric. <laughs> Maybe see Adric in a hole. Well, that Ugh. makes a lot more sense. So thank you for for sending us that. Did you notice? Yep. And I'm, uh, we're bouncing again all over the place. Tegan. Sure. Get up and fall, and then just keep going. She's in the TARDIS. It's like, I think it's in the first or second episode. She's on the ground. I think it's after they um, hit the Big Bang or whatever, and everyone's getting knocked yeah. down. She just gets up and totally just falls. And falls back down again? again? And just times it in. It was just funny. I, get, I, I, I just love Tegan. She's climbing trees. She's landing yeah. the TARDIS. Uh, she's hey, just that voice. I just want... Uh, importantly, the two of them, Nissa and Tegan, are running around carrying this... Uh, the zero cabinet first on a wheelchair then without it there's carrying yeah. it all around through the woods in heels the entire yeah. time they're in heels and to your point too these uh, are some strong women right. i'm just saying the doctor's really not in it like he and i was wondering like was he not available maybe he was shooting something else because they put him in they put him in a coffin looking box a zero cabinet yeah. so he's in the story but he, you don't see him yeah you know and that's pretty much all of the i think it's the ch- second chapter Sec- like the second first story, you know, second two episode, thirds yeah. of, of it seems like it's no doctor or the doctor. I mean, he was doing a lot. Story. To be fair, he was doing a lot in the first episode that he got to experiment with the, right. the regeneration and see what he's yeah, going to so be doing with the character. Much, I guess, just second episode, two. he just took a nap. That was all. Um, how did I would like to go to Castrovolva though? Right? I mean, just like if we talk about it as a place, it's just a place you just read and yeah. chill out and just, just hang. It's like so. The point was that he was I supposed to people wearing so many hats. Oh, the hats it worked so you you we get to we get to castrovalva the doctor uh is taken in <laughs> first of all he's being followed or is following yeah he's following um these robot chickens robot chicken hunters these oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the hunting party with yes. the giant Where feathers and made out that. of metal i don't that was that was straight it was, was a weird strange. little uh what are these enemies that we're looking at? Uh, it turns out they're not enemies. They're just out uh, having a bit of exercise. Yeah, and I think that that's supposed to be like, oh, they're savages, and then they take right. off the thing and they're like, oh no, we we're all not at all chill, library. Man. They're all middle aged men, and all created women. by Adric. Uh, you know, I guess so. You would think that he there yeah. were no women. I don't think <laughs> very few women. They were all matronly. He just yeah. he needed a mom and dad. That's what this Poor whole thing Adric. is. It was a cry for help. Um, yeah. All right, so um, synth, uh, synth music too. I thought the synth music was great. Like it has a like, great action. Um, okay, well, synth, I had a different feeling on throughout. that. Um, one of my notes is that was it was one I, of I'm your again, notes was the doctor making out with a mirror at one point? No, it wasn't okay, because so was on, he? Go on with your thing. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say that I, I was impressed with it. again the number of the number of the sets and the way they reused sets and, and the configuration because this whole thing turns into a big MC Escher inspired um uh trap yeah recursive uh, uh occlusion right yes yeah, so it was it? A, a recursive occlusion so they they talk about recursion in the first episode of, uh, of this story um as oh geez okay sorry skipping around a little bit what was what was tegan's little reverie about well if we had an index file we could look up index file and index file oh index yes, file okay. if 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 we had an index yeah. file, oh, suddenly there's an index file. <laughs> yeah, it that, didn't that, make that, that, any right. sense that's at right. all. I, I, I'm like, all right, you know what? Okay. People I guess. I don't – I mean, sure. Do you find that Peter Davison both look simultaneously skinny and overweight at the same time? Yes. <laughs> like yeah, the I mean, there's some thing. shots. The the upshots, he's really jowly. Yeah. 
But then other times he's like, oh, he's a pretty attractive guy, yeah, like a uh, young, youthful. And- right. It's the weirdest thing. It's like he he moves back and forth between being skinny and overweight. I could. I was like, okay. Well, yeah. He he looks like he's both thirty and fifty at the same time too. It's yeah. Just, sometimes he something. looks very young, and you're like, oh, yes. they got a child baby. He um, <laughs> did other not. Times, like, oh, he's like he's he's old. He's an old man. But he is he, at this point. He was the youngest until Matt Smith, the youngest doctor. Yeah. Right of all time. I don't know. Is he? He was of 30, all time. right? Thirty. That's a great question for someone who is a fan of the show. I think he was thirty or early thirties, uh, but it doesn't matter. Typing furiously. Yeah. Um, How old was Peter Davison? Oh. Okay, so my my stupid point that I was trying to make earlier. Um, this whole thing is this uh, M.C. Escher-inspired, you know, uh, city that's going to be collapsing in on itself. Um, it seemed like they saved uh, all of their money from the music budget in order to make all of these sets oh, by okay. using those horrible, See, I like horrible the, I like the, I, the music reminded me again of that whole 80s. And I do like that. That type of stuff I do love because it's very much of its period. This And the tone of the music was good. Like, the quality of the music was fine. It, it set, the, set the emotional tone. It did what it needed to do. It just felt very cheap. Felt yeah, very it's like that cheap, generic uh, action type music from the 80s. That's what it felt like, yeah. Um, but, Aren't we know, glad we cool. got there? I liked this episode, just to talk in general, a lot. Um, but also nothing really happens. Like there's not a lot of, I don't know. There's something something relaxing about the episode, which is kind of fits in with the, with the theme. But when when I look back on it, like there's not a lot of drama, really. I mean, I guess no, the doctor very... needs to get to his zero room, and he's sort of falling apart, and Adric's being tortured. But so like, there's those no are two great thre- things. Like, I guess there's no real threat. I mean, because the people well, are very do. friendly. Like, even when you, you find people in Castrovalva that you're like, oh, that's a bad guy. You and definitely think the librarian. You definitely think the librarian, yeah. Shardavan, is a bad guy. He's wearing he's the only black, one dressed in black, and everyone else is wearing white, so clearly <laughs> right. he's the bad guy. He's obviously the creep. And then you realize the master is this old, old, weird dude, which was yes. cool. I thought that was a... I didn't... Did you see it? Did you notice that it was I him know, at all? I knew it was coming before the reveal, but just before the reveal. It was like within okay. that episode, I was looking at him and I'm like, oh, that's the... Because was it the same actor in makeup? I, yes, I think it was. It, was. Yes. it absolutely was. I started was, to but... recognize him and I was like, oh, that's the master. But this see, was I like didn't... that whatever episode you find out, I found in out the fourth beginning episode, of that yeah. episode. So it wasn't yeah. like I knew right away. Yeah, no, I, I didn't either. I strongly credit the uh, hat design for distracting me <laughs> that, from looking at his face. You know what? Face. That keeps your eyes away from the face. It did. So it's kind it really of brilliant. Did. You're like, I mean, and to, be, to, be fair, to be fair, he did a really good job of, of portraying a different character, yeah, making this did, old man, the way that, the different voice, the way that he spoke. Um, the character of the Portreeve, who is this this old man, is credited as uh, Neil Toyne, which is an anagram of Tony Ainley, uh, of course. So which is the same so thing the master does, and like, re- so yeah, clever. he uses this uh, pseudonyms. So, but what did you think? Did should you have like, seen that coming. Did but. you like this episode? I mean, this is the first Peter <laughs> oh, Davison, yeah, yeah. so sort of setting the table for. I thought Davison was pretty cool. You know, I've seen I've seen Davison, I've seen the, the character many times before. So getting to see him put on the costume and finally you know, have the piece of celery. Uh, and yeah, all we that didn't stuff. talk about the celery. So this is yeah. like the origin story of the celery. Yeah, because he's eating it at a table and he likes celery. And at the end, he puts the cel. I still don't know why he's got celery on his. Apparently, cell. we're going to find out. It's going to get kind of get retconned at the very end of his run about why the celery. I guess I kind of read a little. I didn't oh, you did? read ahead, I guys. I didn't read ahead. I wasn't trying to spoil myself. It just that, came up in my research. Right, we'll, There's we'll a, get to a that. thing. But 
Yeah, no, so he's, he's eating the celery. Apparently, Peter Davison hates celery, so he had to spit it out between each take. These are the facts you get from the uh, DVD commentary, apparently. Could you, ima- could you imagine, though, like, you just get signed out to Doctor Who, and they're like, all right, this is going to be your costume. Okay, great, 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 great. Um, and then, uh, do you have any things that you, you know, food or anything you like? I really don't like celery. I can't stand celery. Okay, you're going to wear celery. <laughs> Are you allergic to anything? You're allergic to cats? Your entire costume is made of cats, live cats. I didn't know that he hated celery. That seems uh, seem fair. needlessly cruel. Okay, so let's just talk, since we've kind of talked around all the other things that have happened, uh, episode four is the big climax of this. This is the reveal of the master and that he's been doing this this whole time. This is when you actually find out concretely that Adric's the one that's created this entire uh, city. That it is this recursive occlusion that's folding in on itself. Yeah. That's and all the people in the, the city are created from Adric, which every one is of them awesome. Like I love stuff like that, uh, you know, with artificial intelligence or wherever. But they're, they, be, they become self-aware that they're not yes. real, and like you have all of that stuff going. And they still on. had that free will. Cool. They still they were created yeah. with free will yeah, as well. Because Shardavan actually kills himself he jumps on a chandelier swings through it's revealed that the master you know that they're in this room where it has this tapestry that is able to show important events it reweaves itself and it shows important events um actually what it is is it's hiding the web that's behind it and the fireplace is his tardis i'm sorry the master getting into the fireplace <laughs> and sliding down the screen was the was stupidest kind of thing I've seen. Kind of so so bad but I, um, but the master is just obsessed about uh, get breaking into the zero cabinet in order to see the doctor one last time before killing him. Mm-hmm. It's one of those ridiculous Scooby Doo style. Like, why does this villain have this one downfall? Like, if he if he just if he just killed him, I, I would fine. say it's not a bad thing because okay. didn't uh, Baron Harkonnen have to gloat in front of Duke Leto Atreides uh, before he was able to use his poison tooth? A tooth. Which unfortunately missed the Baron and killed Piter, his Mentat. I'm sorry if I spoiled Dune for anyone. I'm rereading Dune. Dune's one of my favorites. Hey guys, um, uh, Eric's starting a uh, Dune <laughs> fan cast. If you, <laughs> he's not putting it online. He's just recording it for himself. Yeah, it's just me and uh, alone. But yeah, it, that sort so of. So anyway, that whole gloating you thing, see plenty of times. And he's but, and, oh, and while he's trying to pry the coffin open, I keep calling it coffin. The zero cabinet open, zero casket. The crowbar <laughs> is not even in. It's just floating in front of the edge. It's nowhere near it. And you know what? They're um, like, we don't need to do another take. We, this is no. fine. This is fine. But then he breaks it open by sliding it off the table onto the <laughs> ground, and it all just collapses in, in pieces. He could have just did I, that move. And then it, yeah. I have a feeling he slid off the table by accident, and it broke. I'm like, all right, I guess we're going to keep it. Let's throw some lighting effects on it. It was real, real weird. And uh, so, so yeah, you mentioned Adric created this universe, created these people, and one really clever way that the writer came up with, and I assume it's in the script, um, is the way they get out of it is Adric has to look for things that he didn't create. So there's some right. part of the reality of that planet that is the only. He thing sees the hillside real. and is like, "I didn't create yeah, that." So they so. go to the hillside, and and the master has a horrible sort of death. We're assuming it's a death, and we know it's not a death, but of course it's not. He's like in that catacombs, and the the, the people are the tunnel to get at out, him and the yeah, ripping out his clothes. Why 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 is the like that that whole last because that whole last collapsed. like maybe f- yeah that whole last like five yeah. minutes or so of you see this this recursive occlusion is happening more and more. You get this kind of fractal effect of on the screen of all these things superimposed on top of each other everything gets all digitized yeah. and, and you know all these different video effects that they can do at the time 
But the thing that was really disconcerting was all the screams of the people in the city. Yeah, it's they're all just like they're just all screaming because I guess they're getting folded <laughs> they're in on all themselves. Folding in themselves. Which, but I again, guess at that not point, real, but it's still it was still. Uh, but they are. Real. I mean, they all have a conscience and free wills. So they are real. Yeah, and they're, they're all. To, to your oh, point about bad. the screams, they're horrifying. Like yeah. I was watching it, and I think my kids came in, and I was like, "Oh, this is not the Doctor is, Who that I'm used to watching." Like it's no, it's like no canine in this one. Scream. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so like, what, not, what else? You, you're. It sounds like you like this. Right? I definitely like. I like. That's why. So I like the beginning of it because you get the new Doctor and all those kind of things you're learning about him as the as the actor is is exploring the character. So that's fun. You get the last half of this that has this whole. I mean, once you buy into the whole block computation thing being a way to you know harness Adric's mathematical ability to create worlds, and okay, they really fine. use they've used that now multiple episodes. Uh, I mean, that was, was Legopolis was yeah this whole block was all of that and then. this. So you know that that was really cool. So there's two kind of different feeling things going on in this in the story. All the misdirects with you know who's actually the bad guy um, because neither of us were smart enough to realize that the. Uh, that the main dude, the old guy, was actually the master. All right, so we just played along with that one. So that was that was actually uh, pretty cool. It was a, it was a pretty fun episode. The special effects were not the greatest, but that's okay. I think the the sets and the story were were a lot of fun, and you get to see Adric uh, tortured for the majority of the story. So that's fun. Yeah, poor Adric. Not bad. It was fun that uh, Tegan was all upset that she didn't actually fly the TARDIS know, at all. Cute. She had thought that that was that she had done a really good job, but actually. The block computation Adric pre-programmed all of it. But why did it crash on its side then? He's he was in a hurry. He was just he couldn't get I don't it know. down. Uh, um, apparently he couldn't. The, whoa! Hey! 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 Oh! The little tiny Adric. Um, <laughs> this was I had mentioned too before that he they didn't shoot this one first right because they wanted to make sure his first episode was as good as it could be. And I believe and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for the Doomsday was the first episode, or again, not episode, the first serial or story that they shot with Peter Davison uh, as far as, like, this is the first time he was the Doctor on on film or video, uh, which I hear is not a great episode, and we're not doing For the Doomsday. So if you've seen it, you can let us know if it's worth covering. Um, so but we were ac- according to TARDIS.wiki.com about this story, they, they do talk about that. They say that Castro of Alvo... Uh, was recorded fourth in the season in order to give Davison time to get to used to playing the Doctor. But that's not entirely true. Um, this is what they said. I didn't go and check the original sources, but um, it does say that you know Davison was, was responsible for part of this myth. Um, it's, it's that they had canceled some of the scripts and had to adjust the production order. So it's not necessarily that they did it for that particular reason or that it really was filmed in that order. This is a little confusing. I need to, I should actually go back and check this. Apparently it's it's uh found in a book called The Fifth Doctor Handbook. Um So yeah, so it did it did come later. It wasn't planned in this order, but it I think it worked together beautifully. Obviously having the same writer do Logopolis right into Castrovalva uh, lent uh continuity that yeah, worked yeah, really well like, for this. Uh, it felt very bigger, much the same piece. Bigger story instead of two separate stories. Is Tegan yeah. Okay, here's a problem. How long has Adric been in this paper costume? God, like, no, he doesn't forever. get any clothes. Everybody else changes their outfits occasionally, but well, poor Adric's in at paper least, clothes. He's been in paper clothes. Does that mean Tegan's going to be in an airline stewardess? Sorry, air hostess? I don't... I mean, costume? I don't know. I, I, For the whole time. I've never this seen a Tegan upsetting. episode that I can think of. Sarah Jane changed all the time. Yeah. 
I think Why he's going to change, right? I don't think they're going to so. keep her in that. Although, who knows? Ugh. Nisa seems to be stuck in her outfit, too. I mean, although I mean, a we variation about of it. she's sort of removing But yeah, layers. it's basically the same thing. Eh, no, I think they're going to change it up. I, they never did with Adric. I heard Poor that guy. Tegan is Put also... Put him in a, a jeans and a t-shirt, please. Just... Tegan's a long cast member with Peter Davison, but Peter Davison isn't the Doctor for very long. We're nineteen eighty one, right or two, mm-hmm. and then he's out by like eighty four, right? I think he's only okay. the Doctor for two three or seasons. three years. Okay, I mean that, that's. I guess we're coming off Tom Baker, where it feel, just feels so long, and now we're he had done it to, forever. To short, yeah, short Doctor. So, um, but one thing to 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 also bring up: this is also the first time Peter Davison, obviously, but the first time the Doctor is being credited in the credits as the Doctor and not Doctor yes. Who. And there's a lot of people or out even, there. Or even even people. worse. Yeah, there's probably even people. worse. It was called it was called uh, Doctor Who, or in some cases, Dr. Period Who. Like right. short, and that that bothers me more that than actually anything bothers else. Me. I was about I to yell like at people one. that I see all the time. People on Twitter will yell at anybody if they say Doctor Who when referring to who's going to play Doctor Who. It's like twenty years they were writing Doctor Who in the tight. It's I mean, that was written on the script. That was written yeah, on the casting. That was the character's thing. name. It was written on the thing. Somebody in a news magazine is writing about Doctor Who, and they say, who's going to be the new Doctor Who? We don't need you to say, it's the Doctor. If you watch the show, you would know. It's like, you know what? For 20 years, it was Doctor Who. So I'm saying... And actually, you have in 2005, when they brought it back, it was Doctor Who again. Right. It was until Tenet asked so them to change it back. I get so mad mad at that, because it's like, come on, man. Right. Come on. It says Doctor Who, Tom Baker. You'd say, you know, it's Doctor almost who, as though William people Martin who are uh, obsessed nerds and fans of this show um, have weird uh, yeah. traits. That they and it's funny because force. you bring up that thing, and I hate when people say Doctor Period, <laughs> Dr. Period. I, I do. Dr. Period That's bothers like where me I too. draw the line where it's like, would you write <laughs> that thing out? But that was also in the credits as well. Any one of those is valid. Yeah. But And those Peter Cushing movies, which we talked about possibly oh, reviewing, are I all would Doctor do those. Period. And I know they're not canon, right? But I would no, like to, but they're still gorgeous. I got. We have to watch those at some point. Maybe before we do the loop back around to the earlier episodes again. But cool. All right. Well, good it sounds stuff. Like we're good, we're good for wrapping up, right? I mean, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Castrovolva. Castrovolva. <laughs> good job, buddy. You didn't say Astrovolva in this one. I know. Um, I tried to be good. <laughs> tried to not say it. Uh, no, I think that's that's it. I just do want to give a couple of the shout-outs um, to folks on Twitter for replying back to us to let us know uh, what they thought of this episode or things that we need to take uh, note of. Oh, so did we did get mention any more that we didn't cover? You want so to we read? talked about Adric and Little Adric. Um, uh, Chris Stapps, Paddock, uh, responded to us, uh, friend of the show here. Um, looking forward to your take on Castro Valva. Make no mistake, this is the 80s. Prepare for everyone's clothes to be made of plastic for a few years and the scenery and aliens and plots. That's true, definitely, with the production value. There's Some of these things are, are getting a little um, sketchy. Right now, though, I think that the plot is, you know, this is the first one for, of, this, of this new era. I love the plot. So I know that there are some uh, hit or miss uh, patchy spots within these stories that come up, but so far, so good. And uh, someone else here, uh, at Cult TV Mike, uh, said... I thought this was funny. When my kids are nagging me for stuff, I tell them they have to quiet down uh, because the ambient complexity is hurting me. So that's pretty nice. Um, so thank you guys for uh, for replying and following us. Um, on Twitter, we are at uh, TODW Show on the Twitters. Yep, and and uh, we also have our Facebook page. That TODWS on Facebook. Uh, the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com is our listener mail. So if you want to 
write, ask us any questions. We will answer it on air. Um, yep. Send it to that address. Um, same thing with um, Twitter, I guess. We'll read Twitter We'll read those. If they, but anything, emails are yeah, great. I, Just try to keep them brief. Because uh, that then we'll, we'll read, read the, the whole thing bits. if it's like sort of a long thing we usually sort of skim it. But what's the most important thing, Eric? To send in an MP3 of your voice <laughs> asking the question. No, the most important thing is <laughs> iTunes reviews. That's all he wants. One for iTunes reviews because we're we're just not appearing where we should on these. On the, Here's on the, the deal: if you search "classic Doctor Who," there's a dead podcast that had two episodes that appears know, above us, and that's going to kill just him until us. the until the end of time. Um, otherwise, thank you guys for, uh, for listening. Uh, we noticed that our listenership has been going up, um, steadily over the past few months. So thank you very much for spreading the word to your friends and, uh, leaving these reviews for us. That makes us very happy. So this um, episode, and for sharing your thoughts yes, about the show sharing, as well. That really thoughts, makes us, uh, yeah. for putting up with my, uh, Castro Volvas. Uh, April 5th, this is going to go up. So if you're hearing yep. this on release dates, April 5th, that means you have until April 26th to watch The Visitation. Unfortunately, no streaming, as we've talked about constantly. Uh, but so this is also... This on Amazon Video, <laughs> iTunes Video, that bundle you talked about. It iTunes, is in that bundle. Right? That one is there. As well yep. as Netflix DVD rental, which is where I, I'm going to be getting it. Uh, so yep. that's next on April 26th. Uh, if you happen yeah. to buy the DVD, go to our schedule page at the top, and there's a link to buy it. goes to Amazon, and we get a little taste of that sweet, sweet nectar. Uh, that sweet DVD nectar that they just uh, they scrape off the sides of the cases before they mail it to you, and they put it in a little uh, tube, and then they wrap the tube in cellophane, and they mail it to me, and then I drink it out of one of those dumb hats with the two cups like for beer, but I have that sweet <laughs> DVD nectar in it, and I put it right up my nose just like a Fremen would. It's best not to interrupt him when he goes into these fugue states. I just have to let it play its course <laughs> until he's fine. He's back. He's back. <sighs> All right. happened? So, so thank you, everybody, right, thank uh, you. for listening. We'll be back in three weeks. Um, until then, uh, check out our show at the, the old Doctor Who show dot com. We'll be posting uh, the show, some notes, and uh, some great gifts funny from gifts from this from this episode. There's a lot of good stuff in this one. So enjoy. Until next time. All right. See you.